Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. Today I will be talking to you about your relationship with money. Is it healthy or unhealthy? Hello, welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. Today we're going to be talking about money. Yes, what's your relationship like with money? On a deeper level, we all have our own emotional relationship with money. Even if you have a great salary, you seem financially stable or successful, it's still possible that you don't have the healthiest relationship with money. I read an article that said, many people seem financially successful on the outside because people identify nice material things with success. Yeah, we all do that. Oh, they drive a certain car, they live in a certain neighborhood, they wear certain clothing. Yeah, we automatically assume that they're successful. But the person driving the Mercedes or the BMW or whatever is immediately seen as being successful. Huh. But realistically, they could be up to their eyeballs in debt. Other people who, they may actually be financially successful, but they still use money in an unhealthy way. Like they may indulge in things to feed a more deep-seated, rooted problem. But they make enough money that their financial situation is not impacted. So they're not like swimming in debt, but they still have an unhealthy relationship with money. Can you relate to any of those things? Do you have an unhealthy relationship with money? Here are 10 signs to help you understand if you have an unhealthy relationship with money. Hmm. The first one, you have a scarcity mindset. You constantly worry that there's just not enough money. Spending money pains you. Like some people may get this feeling in their gut, this like knots in their stomach whenever they have to spend money on something. Or it may even make you feel guilty. Or you could be just the opposite of that. You spend money carelessly. Like you partake in frivolous spending all the time. Or... You may have a lot of debt, especially credit card debt. And you may also have some money wounds, meaning that your issues with money started with your past, either in childhood, early adulthood, or some traumatic event that you experienced, or you saw someone close to you experience a traumatic financial event, like your parent or sibling or someone And your fear of going through what they went through has led you to your own personal money wounds. And your aspirations. I know that doesn't sound like it fit in with signs of an unhealthy relationship with money. But let me provide you with an example. So let's say early on your experiences with money also affect what you believe you're capable of. So if you were a child and you dreamed of getting this brand new bicycle, you know, the holidays are coming, kids are asking for bicycles, but you couldn't afford it or your parents couldn't afford it. And then you may come to believe that the things you really want in life will always be out of reach. 
and those experiences can limit you. So since you were denied your dream as a child, you feel like your dreams is something that you just can't fulfill. They just can't be fulfilled. And earlier I mentioned, when I was talking about wounds, I mentioned the word fear. So I want to elaborate on that a little bit more on how your fears are an indication that you have an unhealthy relationship with money. Money is tied to our basic survival. Like we depend on it for fundamental things like food and shelter. And that may lead you to often attaching fear to money. You have this fear of going broke, fear of being homeless, fear of being hungry, or fear that you don't have enough money to live. And, you know, you have a fear of feeling embarrassed or being disappointed or being this experiencing disappointments or looking irresponsible, like if you don't have enough money. And it's because of those fears. And then you may feel like you have to spend money to enjoy yourself. Like, oh, if I'm not spending money, then I'm not living an enjoyable life. You tie enjoyment to money. Or you constantly overspend and then make excuses for your bad money habits. Like it's somebody else's fault or a circumstance led you to overspend. And you refuse to talk about money. Or when you do talk about money, you talk about it negatively. So can you relate to any of those signs that you have an unhealthy relationship with money? Did any of those speak to you in any way? If so, I want to offer you some tips to improve your relationship with money. And the first one is don't let money control you. If you are consumed with thoughts about money, stop. Stop obsessing over money or the lack thereof. Also, Debt is not normal. So stop saying things like debt is the American way. Yes, I've actually heard people say that. They believe I have to have debt. It's just it's just normal. No, it's not normal. <laughs> Pay attention to your money, which is not the same as the first one when I said don't let money control you. But I'm saying to you, know where your money is going. Keep a monthly budget. Do a monthly forensics analysis on your bank statements to see what you're actually spending your money on. Because we're in a habit of using our debit cards uh, for everything. And you don't even know that $2 here, $10 there, $12 here, it all adds up. So you need to pay attention to where your money's going. And don't blame your money for your bad mood. Money is never the reason why you're in a bad mood. It's a perception of the situation that causes you fear and pain. And when you think you're mad at money, yeah, you really need to pull back the layers and try to understand how your thinking got you to this place. Because it's never the money that's leading to your mood. It's something deeper than that. And don't make spending money your therapy. You've heard people say, oh, I needed some shopping therapy. No, honey, you probably needed some real therapy because there's, like I said previously, there's something deeper going on 
is spending money on shopping is your therapy. And then recognize the difference between want and need. We often use the word need for want. Oh, I really need those new pair of shoes or I really need that new car, whatever. No, it's a want. So you need to recognize the difference between your want and your needs. I'm not saying you can't ever buy your wants. Of course you can. But don't confuse something that you want with something that you need and then just spend money um, on something simply because you want it. And sometimes you're spending money on something you want at the expense of neglecting something that you need. And also recognize what type of money person you are. So are you a spender? Do you frequently make purchases that are beyond your means? Do you purchase things to make yourself happy? Is there a connection between shopping and your mood? Spenders have a tendency to accumulate credit card debt because shopping to them is an addiction. Spenders spend money in hopes that material items will bring happiness or provide pain relief. So are you a spender? Are you a miser? On the other end of the spectrum of spenders are misers. Misers absolutely fear poverty and constantly worry about not having enough money to live. Misers need to feel in control and are generally uncomfortable with any sorts of uncertainty. Ironically, misers fear poverty, yet they practically live in it because they spend so little. Are you a hater? See, money haters absolutely detest money and what it does to people. They, they hate wealth and will often live in deprived and desolate conditions. They will purposely avoid material possessions whenever possible. Mm, maybe you're a seeker. Money seekers are the ones who obsess over becoming wealthy. These people put a premium on making a fortune with the belief that it will solve all their problems. In reality, there are usually other inadequacies in their lives that they're trying to make up for with material wealth. And then I want you to identify your money story. We all have a money story. You just might not know how it started, but much of how we interact and manage and talk about money stems from lessons we learned intentionally and unintentionally as a child. How parents and other role models approach money and how that rubbed off on us and influenced our money decisions as an adult. So it's important to evaluate why we take certain approaches to saving, spending, and investing. And also set money goals. Take the time to identify your goals and get very specific with them. And yes, you definitely have to ignore the Joneses. Don't compare yourself to others. When you do that, you're chasing goals that aren't your own and aren't tied to what is going to make you happy. You've seen in neighborhoods where one person get a new car. Oh no, the family two doors down got to get a new car because I can't let them outdo me. And then you find yourself in a situation that you weren't financially prepared for. And last but not least, forgive yourself. You need to forgive yourself for past and current money mistakes. It's important to realize that you must accept the things that have already happened. It's, it's over. It's behind you. It has already happened. You can't undo it. But what you can do moving forward 
is learn from those mistakes and not do them again. So I hope this helped you understand your relationship with money. Is it healthy or unhealthy? And I hope you find the tips useful in helping you get healthy with money if you're unhealthy. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. You can keep up with me at NicoleLTurner.com.